Hi, welcome to What You Read and Dude podcast. It's like a book club, but we all bring something different. We're your hosts, Jamie, Lauren, and Lisa. Masters of none, speakers on literally everything. 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 <laughs> we cover it all, except only the things we care about. We cover books, TV, podcasts, current events. You get the picture. We tell you what to check out and what to skip. And we talk about deep things, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just the surface yeah. level stuff. Oh. Yeah. So welcome to the party. <laughs> Small disclaimer, we don't know anything, <laughs> and we change our minds constantly. Yep. So let's get into it. Guys, this Guys. week, oh. we have a fun theme Yes, tell us. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell, us. tell us. We tell don't us. even know. No, <laughs> I don't remember how I came up with this idea, but I was like, it would be fun if we all did the play something randomized shuffle Yay. thingy dooter on Netflix. So yeah. Yeah. How was that for you all? Netflix <laughs> roulette, if you will. I am curious about the like how it decides what to give you. Yeah. I think it changed because I really do think it used to be just a random shuffle. Super random. Mm Because I feel like when I first discovered that button, like I pressed it and I was like, this is some German show or something. I don't know. I got some random things. Ever had, Lisa, had you ever done it? No. That's like the feeling lucky button on Google. I was always like, have you never done that? Oh, I have done that. Maybe once, but. It, it was there of, for so long. Do you guys remember Stumble Upon? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I loved Stumble yeah. Upon. Yeah. Oh, but did you, it, like, Wikipedia has, like, a random yes. page oh. that you can, like, we used to, like, play this game of Wikipedia. In high yeah. School. Oh. My high school friends did, too. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> the, the algorithm. We were cool. The first, we were time, cool. <laughs> the first time I used it on Netflix, I was always a little scared of it, I think. Because, like. I like to finish things once they started, <laughs> and I was scared it was going to be something that I didn't yeah. like, and I felt like I was going to have to watch it, mm-hmm. which is not true. But I tried it over winter break because I never know what to watch on the TV because I don't watch it very often. And I did the shuffle thing on Netflix because this always happens to me. I'm like, I want to watch something, and then I get to scrolling, and I'm like, I don't know what to watch. And then mm-hmm. I get so exhausted by scrolling that I just turn the TV off. Yeah. Yes. So I did play something, and it started playing some French show, and I was not into it, so I turned it off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's what it used to be like. This was only a couple months ago. Right. But Lauren and I... and I... Lauren and I ran into an issue with this button, because now when we pressed play something, we both got the same show. Well... And we should preface that we were going to oh, keep our shows yeah. a secret mm-hmm. from each other. Yeah, so no but one knows what the other person has watched. I got a show, and it's been all over everywhere. Social mm-hmm. media, podcasts are talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. And I was like, there's no way if I got this that someone else is not going to get this show. So then she and texted. I was like... <laughs> I was like, hey, guys, <laughs> has anyone picked their show yet? <laughs> I was just trying to fish yeah. and see, like, 
It's like, is it a trendy show? Yeah. Right. right. And Jamie's like, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it has to be. She's like, is, is it, it two, two words? It's like, it's de- like, I already knew when you said it was a yeah. trendy show that I knew it was the same. I had a feeling too. But anyway, but yeah, we both got bad, bad vegan. vegan. <laughs> it would have been funny if that had remained a secret until now. I was actually taking notes. <laughs> oh, to nice. talk about it but no i think i think we should talk about it on a, a future yes episode. yeah that sounds both good only like i'm not fully through episode two and you're on episode two as well and so there's a little more to go i would like to finish it but it is quite the cuckoo story definitely mm. there's and it's a lot of themes that we already like to talk about fraud yeah. Catfishing, fake culty stuff, magic, docu series, sci fi. Yeah. <laughs> food. No, I don't vegan. know. I haven't watched vegan. it yet. Oh, yes. food. You She's know. vegan. We always talk about vegans. <laughs> yeah, we do. You know us. <laughs> we aren't, but we like to talk about it. We like them. to talk about it. Um, oh anyway, yeah, so we figured out that we had the same show, so we both picked a different yes. show. But I think, even based on the second show that I got, I think Netflix like chose it for me based on what I've been watching recently. Mm. I think so too because it told me this show is like this other show. I was like, oh, interesting because I share a Netflix account with a million trillion people, mm. and so so that's it's almost more random for me because I'm like I've not right. seen that show either, and I don't know <laughs> who watched it on this account. Right. <laughs> I probably should have gone on like my parents' account or something, like someone who doesn't because. Oh. my parents netflix but i think we all have a profile but i don't think my dad has ever used his i think him and my oh, mom yeah. just share so, so it could, I, be it could be like oh it would be new. interesting to create a new profile and yeah then do yeah it. i would be Might get bad vegan. you probably <laughs> would get bad vegan because yeah. i'm thinking it's like they're pushing oh, their own this content. is Definitely. yeah and this is like everyone's talking about this show right now and you haven't seen it yet so you should watch it mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting about them pushing their own content because they gave me a Netflix show. They also oh, yeah. gave me a Netflix oh, show. I think I got a Netflix yep. show. Okay. I think yeah. they're there now. I think the algorithm is changing. Wow. <laughs> they're like, why don't content. we just like give you something? Here's an original. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. They yeah. also have a ton of content. So yeah, they that's can true. I will preface and say I did get two new options that I had already watched. Mm. And neither of them were Netflix shows. So I got 30 Rock and really? um, Good Girls. Oh, yeah. I think, but I think they're not Netflix shows, but I think both you can only watch on Netflix. Yeah. 30 Rock you can probably watch on Peacock, too, because it's you, NBC. But, but you hadn't seen those shows on Netflix? I had watched 30 Rock on Netflix probably 10 years ago. Oh, okay. So it's, um, maybe it has forgotten. Yeah. But Good Girls <laughs> I watched on Hulu. Oh, okay. Competition. Oh, I so. know. Okay. That's interesting, though. But I, I get it as a business where we're like, listen, we get to make the algorithm here. Right. You know, and we're going to push our stuff. Yeah. I'm not mad about no it. Shame no shame to them. It's just kind of good to know, you know. Yeah. And I think it's smart on them. I think really what people want with the shuffle button is like, what do you think that I would like to watch? Mm, definitely. Yeah. But I did like, want some kind of random show for this, yeah. just for this. Well, mine feels <laughs> random. Mine yeah. feels okay. random, but I think yeah. it's because, like, the search history is all over. I'm oh, so yeah. excited to hear. I, okay, my only thing with the play something button, it would be cool if you could pick the genre yeah. or movie or TV and then hit it, you yeah, know? Yeah, I 
so obviously we didn't know what we were going to get. Did we all get TV shows? Yeah. I kind of wish there was a play something movie because I don't watch a lot of... I watch yeah, that more TV be. than movies. And mm-hmm. for the purpose of this episode, it would have been nicer to just watch a movie and then talk about it versus yeah. an episode and a half of a show that <laughs> I, I don't really know very well. Like, I don't have a ton to say about it. Yeah. Yeah, Netflix, if you're that. listening... Make that play, play something. Yeah. Play something movie. Mm-hmm. I would definitely use that button more often than like same a TV because show. I don't want to commit to commit a to a new show. TV show. Yeah. But I'd be interested in just playing a random movie. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. Also, I want to see it for other platforms. Hulu, yes. Yes. HBO. Please. If you're it listening, would, HBO, please, please we need this from you. <laughs> Listen I, to please. Us. There's so much I want to watch on HBO, but I just get I'm scared. <laughs> caught off by other things and yeah. yeah they're really not it's not an intuitive searching no, option so many options and i get and the alphabetical and it's <laughs> exhausting yeah. yeah so i love a shuffle option yeah. let's do it mm. baby oh okay so before we jump into sharing what each person has we should just say we decided that if oh. we got a tv show on the shuffle that we would watch what two hours worth or you know however that breaks yeah. down episode wise J- just to make it fair in case somebody did get a movie so that's yeah. the only parameter i did not watch a full two hours but it's i feel unacceptable. like wow trying to watch it <laughs> in the okay. living room because that's the only place i can watch it and lisa kept coming i was cooking i'm really excited like, i guess i'll turn it off <laughs> no it's okay I was I was watching it while I was working. Well, should I get into? Yeah, Yeah, I really really curious. Big reveal based on (laughs) reveal. Let me open my the small bit of information I've heard. I'm very curious. It's called The Last Kingdom. Have you heard of it? No. Yeah, but I've never watched it. It's a... I might have heard of it, but I nothing's popping in my brain. In the way that Netflix threw it in my face once, and I was like, ah, and then moved on. Exactly. It originated on the BBC, and then Netflix bought it in their, like, third or fourth season or something. It's... It started in 2015. Its last season ended in 2022, so it's recently done. And then a, like, new movie. A movie's coming out, I guess. Wow. Um, Anyway, so so it's about, it's set in the year 866 CE. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because Mm -hmm. they they talk about being Christian. Okay, that makes sense. That would make sense. Um, (laughs) It's about Anglo-Saxons. The first episode is about Anglo-Saxons being in England, obviously, being attacked by Danish vikings oh and okay yeah it's like this it's set in that era it's Mm. it's interesting so it's a historical drama tv show sorry this seems like (laughs) nothing you would ever know (laughs) i'm imagining a lot of like sword fights and like dirty men yeah lots of like beheadings Uh, it, it was not like horrifying in any way to me. I, I probably will not continue watching it. But, uh, prob- and by probably, I mean I won't. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to say it randomized. I already told you guys. This yeah. <laughs> it randomized to season two, episode four, <laughs> and I watched Same. like half of it. So I guess I did watch two yeah. hours. Yeah. 
I watched half of it and I was like, I mean, maybe this is a really good episode. And I don't know, Netflix <laughs> knows best. And I'm like, maybe you can just jump on in. And I was like, I have no idea what the fuck is happening. Lots of people yelling at each other. Lots of Scandinavian names. That's a Oh my god. So the premise of the first episode, first like two episodes, is that this boy, I'm gonna have to like reference names because I don't remember anyone's name. Okay. The main character's name is Utred. <laughs> he <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh at that. No, all the names. So sorry, Utred. No, it's fine. Any Utreds out His there? His name was originally Osbert. <laughs> <laughs> But his brother, his dad is king of his, like, little kingdom in England. So okay. I guess there are a lot of ki- kingdoms in England. It was before it was a unified kingdom or whatever. Mm. Okay. His dad was, I don't know what you'd call him, a king, I mm-hmm. suppose. A lord. King. A lord. I don't know. I apologize to this whole family for <laughs> not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it is based on history. Like, it's kind of based on history, but it's not fully... So it's like yeah, historical. Yeah, but it's like also like a little bit fiction. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there was someone named Utrid. There was a whole line of kings named Utrid, but you know we don't mm. know we don't know all the facts. Yeah, because this was in the dark ages. <laughs> anyway, name okay. Utrid. His name was Osbert. This is not important, but his name was Osbert. But his older brother Utrid was killed, so his dad renamed him Utrid because that was like the king's name. You know how all the kings had the same name. So stupid. Yeah. I would be so happened? annoyed. Like <laughs> anyway, you're renaming me Josh. That's um, not cool. <laughs> yes, as I said, it's like a Saxon, Anglo-Saxon village or whatever kingdom. I don't know what you'd call it. They are attacked by Vikings. From Daneland. No. <laughs> Daneland. <laughs> They're Danish, which is really interesting. And anyway, everyone in the village is killed except for this boy. I forgot to say that Utrid in the very beginning is like nine years old or something. Mm. Okay. okay. Um, everyone's killed except for him and this girl who are about his age. And they're taken by the Dane, the Danes and like kind of adopted into their family. They're taken as slaves because they're like, oh, children would be helpful. They were going to kill them and then they didn't. And then the king dude in the Danish whatever village liked him enough that he adopted – they kind of adopted him as his son. Oh, okay. Um, the dude, his new dad's name is Earl Ragnar. <laughs> <laughs> and they take him to the Danish Northumbria. This is all facts hmm. that I looked up. What is Northumbria? It's a region in Denmark, I'm assuming. Okay. They yes. Like, Ragnar from like adopts him and raises him as Utrid Ragnarsson because that's how they named their last names. If you remember, yes, I son. did. They're from like, Leif Erikson. Yes, exactly. He was the son of Eric. As I said, another girl from his village was also spared. They end up together Bucking? as mm. you yeah. would. Yeah. There is a moment I can't remember in in episode one or two where his adoptive dad is like you should be with her and he's like i feel like to be a real danish person i should be with a dane and he's oh. like yeah but like you clearly like her and she likes you and then they hook up and they're together <laughs> okay <laughs> how old are they <laughs> um it, sorry it <laughs> yeah, yeah they're not so nice 
I, I forgot about so so the killing part is like a flash forward but oh. it's like set when he's in his 20s or something oh, okay okay <laughs> he's got like long flowing locks wow. and, yeah, anyway, yeah quite it's quite exciting wow Okay, this is all happening in the first two episodes. He is off with, I think her name is Brida? His gal pal. Mm-hmm. They're off outside of the village, and while they're hanging out, doing their thing outside of the village, their village gets attacked. Oh, my gosh. Again? Yes, by other Vikings. Oh. And they kill everyone. They Again? kill his dad. They're spared because they were fucking in the woods. <laughs> There we go. That's a solid tale. (laughs) What a moral. Uh, (laughs) Lean into love. Anyway, (laughs) the attackers are led by Kajartan, a disgruntled Viking. (laughs) Who's been banished by Ragnar. Disgruntled Viking. Um, Yeah. There's a lot more like to the story. I'm just going to skip on over it because we That's don't fine. really care. <laughs> Let's see. And then I think it's like setting up the season as to be like he's an Anglo-Saxon. He's been adopted into a Danish family. He's like trying to figure out is he Danish? Is he not? Should he go back to mm. England? And like he's actually has land in England that is rightfully his because it, his dad right. was killed but his uncle like wants to kill him so that it's his and there's a lot of killing sounds <laughs> right wait the same uncle that took him in and loves him that's a da- that's Different. his danish dad oh okay his, danish dad his <laughs> uncle his, his like Anglo-Saxon bloodline uncle. anglo-saxon uncle yeah is out to get him actually right. there's a scene i forgot about where his uncle like heard that he was still alive and was like oh we want him back so they were gonna like give him money to get him back and then the danes were like just kidding we actually want him because he's gonna kill you oh because he wants like the land that is rightfully yours Mm -hmm. anyway it's very dramatic it's pretty good but I don't think I'm going to watch any more of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not your cup of tea? Uh, it's, yeah, it's like, you know, it's not really my vibe. It's interesting. I don't know. You know, maybe I'll drop in again. We'll <laughs> see. It's based on some books by someone called Bernard Cornwall. Cornwell. A couple other things that I thought was interesting. I noticed in the show when the Danes were, like, attacking the Anglo-Saxons, they all were speaking English, which I know is, like, a TV show thing. (laughs) But there was just a part where I was like, wait, like, do they speak the same language? Or, like, is this a part of the TV? And then Uhtred was, like, going back and forth between them. I'm like, how can he talk to the Danes if he's just a nine-year-old boy and speaks English? Like, what is happening? And then I learned online that they think that the language was similar enough at that time that they could understand each oh. other kind of like portuguese and spanish uh-huh. it's not the same language but they can converse enough yeah, to get yeah. By. so i thought that was really interesting that's cool i feel like that would be hard to convey on a tv show oh, like definitely. you know but yeah that's like a really real thing that happens that's you know pretty cool yeah because yeah, i would have just written that off as like a Ah, stupid TV. Yeah, yeah but then the I was like language. really mm-hmm. thinking about it and I was like, wait a second. And then it was cool. I found like that fact online, which I was not looking for it, but that's 
it was on the IMDb like facts page. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, IMDb. and then one other thing is that unlike most English language productions dealing with the Viking Age, the Danes in the show are exclusively played by Scandinavian actors, and the Anglo-Saxon characters are played by English actors, which I thought was oh, really that's cool. cool. Like that's the cool. Danes in the show do look Danish. Sweet. Like Sweet. really Danish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really interesting. Hmm. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Cool. That's pretty awesome. Oh, and a feature-length sequel titled Seven Kings Must Die is coming wow. out on Netflix sometime. So this must future. have been a popular show. The yeah. final season aired last month. Wow. <laughs> Maybe you could just skip ahead to that. And see what, <laughs> just watch this movie. I, find saw, I saw someone online comparing it. It's to like a game of thrones kind of esque show mm. if that's like your vibe it's not like the um sci-fi kind of thing there are no dragons i really did like yeah. the dragons yeah though. yeah <laughs> they were terrifying though. but they were like if that's kind of your vibe yeah that's my vibe probably not as much in general as whatever that show is called i don't remember now what? what? <laughs> Fantasy? Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I totally lost. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> you like just said it. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cute. Anyway, that is it. Awesome. Cool. It's um, pretty highly rated. I looked up the ratings. Okay. Nice. So yeah, it seems like if you're into that genre, people Historical. would like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is a period of history I don't know a lot about. Viking. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Pre-United Kingdom. Yeah. Mm. Very hazy. Dark yeah. ages weren't, yeah. aren't really Before my favorite. Before it was like a united country. Crusades and shit. I think when I was learning about it in history class, in my mind I was still thinking about it as a, a country, you know, and not thinking of it being as kind of split up in I a way. I forget the name but. of the king, but I guess he does come up in this show. The king who united England. Maybe mm. it happens after this. The last Henry. William. Uh, I think it was Albert. <laughs> oh. um, Albert? And also, the last kingdom refers to whatever kingdom in England was the last to stand, and I don't remember the name of it. Ooh. But it was still standing during this period of time. That's cool. Man. If anything, I just want to know more history about that. Yeah. I don't need to watch a show, per se. <laughs> I think I enjoyed it. <laughs> as much as one does when it's not a genre they play. Oh, so it's a really dark show. And I was mm. trying to watch it like when the sun was streaming in and I was like I cannot see what's on the TV. I <laughs> hate that when you're all you can see is like a sliver of a face and you're like what is the context? Yeah. I'm having a hard time getting into this. <laughs> cannot see anything. Oh my god. One of the last slash like major battles in Game of Thrones took place at night. And there were so many scenes that were just, like, basically black. And I'm like, oh, God, like, what is happening? I did not see this. Yeah. It's kind of hard to Have you ever tried to watch, like, a really dark TV show on the airplane? Oh, my God. It's really hard to see. (laughs) Yeah. Especially during the day. What's that superhero one that's in Africa? Oh, Black um, Panther? Yeah. I tried to watch that on the airplane. I could not see anything. No. So I have no idea what that movie's about. (laughs) <laughs> that would be worth rewatching. I'm not a huge DC or Marvel person, but I thought Black Panther was pretty cool. Okay. Next up is me. <laughs> 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 Woo! Woo! Okay. So 
I had a bit of a different genre. My Netflix roulette result was Get Organized with the Home Edit Season 2. Oh, oh season. sweet. Hopped on into what Season 2. They love Season 2. I went... Well, maybe it's because mine was only one season. I went season one, episode one. Well, there you go. Yeah. It did put me at the beginning of the season, so I don't know what was happening. <laughs> yeah. They're like, whatever. Yeah. Here you go. Surprise. Just have fun with it. <laughs> if you like it, great. <laughs> yeah. So have you guys heard of this show before? Not at all. I've not seen it, but I do know who the home edit is. Oh, cool. Okay. So the home edit is Clea and Joanna, these two women that and their team that organize in the show they organize one room at a time it's kind of like an hgtv show okay um where they'll have a family or maybe a celebrity guest or something and they'll go into their home or space yeah they have celebrity guests that's right yeah yeah so apparently season one just really did great things for their business um and so their business has been booming are these women in nashville uh yeah yeah but they travel i think i saw did reese witherspoon talk to them i saw a commercial two days ago for that oh my god yeah okay that makes sense because they also have a line at container store that makes sense too (laughs) okay yeah some fun facts i guess so the two of them go in they'll get the info ahead of time of what you know uh let's say like pantry or room they're trying to organize But then they have this truck that's basically like a store on wheels. It has all these different containers that they typically use Ooh. just ready to I go. Wow. Yeah. So when they come in, they're just like they're editing, they're you know, they're decluttering in a way and then they're categorizing and then they're organizing it and then the part for the the person who gets the space is maintaining it, you know. But they're just like ready wow. to go. And so each guest or like each contestant what I don't know what to call them has one room identified and they come in and then within either a couple hours up to a day or two days they just completely reorganize it while the homeowners or whoever are gone and then they come back and do like the reveal and everything and they had a full spread yeah it was like a family that was trying to eat healthier and so they uh, redid their pantry to have healthy food at eye level and mm-hmm. like a trail mix bar which was fun oh a trail mix oh, y- bar. yeah oh my like god glass containers for all the t- it was cool <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like they're gonna be hanging out in the pantry all yeah. day long you know <laughs> they're gonna need some more trail mix right and then on the other end of the spectrum was like drew barrymore they came <laughs> onto the drew barrymore show and reorganized their test kitchen which is where oh. like all the yeah. actual cooking and prep happens and that was a huge undertaking. I was getting anxious and stressed <laughs> for them watching it because I don't actually know how much time they had to do it. Yeah. But they were working on it while Drew was recording for the show oh, at whoa. times. So they had to be quiet at times and they kept breaking glasses. And oh, my God. <laughs> it was so stressful. <laughs> and Drew was hilarious. I mean, I love Drew Barrymore. Love the work she's done. This is not meant to bash her at all, but she was having like the most zen experience feeling this new space and enjoying what these ladies were bringing to the office. And, and, uh, you know, she was such a character and, you know, she's 
in charge of the whole production. So I don't know what it feels like to be on top of that much staff and like a company of that size. But it seemed like she was so invested in the status of the test kitchen and understood like the struggles with it and everything. I'm like, Drew, are you cooking in here? (laughs) Are you the one? Is this, are you just using this as your own kitchen? (laughs) Right. And so funny. She did have, I I don't know her title, but like the culinary Mm -hmm. person who's in charge involved as well. And so that was one thing too. And then there was like an eight year old and this eight year old was inspired by them and considered herself an organizer. And her room was just like, like just so cluttered with all the different types of dolls and all their clothes. Wow. And it, so the show would, I mean, I watched two, two episodes, two hours. Yeah. And there were so many families. Yeah, this seems insane. And they spliced it in a way to just keep you binging it. Like they Ooh, would have so nice. one or two oh. full segments and then they'd have one segment broken oh, up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they just like bait you in and then they're like, next yeah. episode. Oh my, gosh, oh, my gosh. So I when I first started, I watched it last night. And the first couple, I don't know, first 15 minutes of the show, I'm like, man, I don't really want to watch this. I don't don't want to watch people organize. (laughs) Well, and I really, I I know that these shows are really inspiring and the end result is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. But I'm also like, how long is it going to stay like this? You know, like, how? The right. trail mix bar. That was my first thought. Especially I was like, when, I mean, how often are they going to refill that yeah. thing? Especially if the people aren't involved in, like, the organizing. Yeah. Like, if they don't have a say in it, I wonder how long it'll last. Right? And, like, they they rainbowitize a lot of stuff, which is visually really pleasing. But, like, are you going to keep up with, like, an even rainbow spread all the time? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but I I got into it more. I don't know if I'll watch more. I think it that is a good show to just have on in the background if you're doing other stuff. And oh, sure. the two of them, they they were nice and their team was great. They had one woman who seemed like the kind of the leader of this like helping team. Mm-hmm. And I feel like honestly she's probably doing just as much work, but it's just on this yeah. like other team, but they worked like a well-oiled machine. It was very impressive. I would love to see how it actually is happening without an edit, you know? Sure. Yeah. It was lighthearted. Okay. Oh, and they <laughs> it was interesting too. They <clears throat> mentioned a couple times that they have these really supportive husbands and that's the entire reason why they're able to be able to do a show and run a business like this and be successful yeah which was kind of nice to hear but it, it was funny that they kept bringing it up but i, I get <laughs> we like, get it's it a, you have as a plug point <laughs> yeah husband. you got it and it was interesting seeing their families too one of the hosts one of her kids is like so particular and it was cracking me up i'm like i think you probably get this from your mom <laughs> like oh was, yeah it was so cute Aww. oh but then one of the girls, I called her mom at one point in the show and was like, I miss you. And she was like, oh, can you like hug your sibling for me? And I'll, mm-hmm. you know, I'll send my hug through them. And they're like, no, like you're the only one. I'm oh. like, oh. <laughs> so I feel like they're trying to give that realistic profile sure, yeah. to them, that's, you know? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But pretty good okay successful something yeah did it inspire you to organize anything or (laughs) i mean yeah yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it was interesting. They don't really talk about their edit process as much as like Marie Kondo. So I feel like yeah. it's a good pairing with Marie Kondo because they talk about the four, you know, different phases or mm-hmm. steps, but they really breeze over it because they're going through each segment so quickly. Sure. And now, granted, I was in season two, so maybe they already laid down all that groundwork in season one. Oh, um, true. You know, oh, that know. could be it. And you're watching it because you know what's up, you know. Yeah, I feel like they're – I have not seen the show. I also have not seen Marie Kondo's show either. But I feel like their stuff is more about the end product, and Marie Kondo's is more about, like, the process of getting rid Definitely. of Definitely. Yeah, because Marie's – the person is there the whole time, like, helping. Yeah, yeah. And they're more about, like, getting your containers and stuff right yeah. and, like, it looking nice. Which is helpful. Yeah. And they they deliver the result really quickly. And Marie Kondo, like the TV show, some people take weeks. Yeah. You know, which is understandable. Yeah. 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 Oh, but one thing that something you said earlier reminded me a number of the people that came on the show, they were like, oh, I heard about the home edit through social media. Like even Drew Barrymore was like, heard about him on Instagram. It's like, okay, more plugging about how good social media is at getting business. (laughs) All over the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, they're known for their, like, rainbow organizing. Yeah, that makes sense. That was prevalent. Not really my vibe, but I do appreciate organizing tips, and I love bins. Yeah. I do love a good container. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I don't have a pantry to organize, but it does make (laughs) sense, like, the stuff – well, this works in the fridge, I guess. Like, the stuff, more healthy options being at eye level, like, you're going to go for them. Totally. Having, like, healthier options easier to get to. Is yeah, that is really smart. And I could tell they breezed over it some, but they do talk to the clients, like, about their preferences on organizing of for cereal for example do you want individual bins where you can pour the cereal in and see it or do you want a bin that just has cereal and all the boxes are in there so i'm sure there's a lot of interviewing that just didn't make the cut you know i like Um, that they do that yeah which is good because that maintenance of that system i've never understood this whole pouring cereal into another container before you put it into a bowl thing like (laughs) i don't know maybe i we were a cereal for breakfast family when mm-hmm. I was growing up. A cereal box lasts three, four days. Like, what is the point of, like, it's not, I don't know, your cereal's still fresh after four days. I know. In I the box. It, I think it depends on the person. And how big of a box. If you're getting, like, Costco or bulk brand. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, a lot of moms I know who are doing this kind of organizing where they put, like, cereal into the other bin, like, the pretty plastic bins where you can yeah. see the cereal they're like buying in bulk and their kids can't get the cereal out of like okay a huge bag like dog mm. food size bag of wow cereal. that's a lot of cereal <laughs> <laughs> load them up like, Whoa. yeah so i think that's part of it that's is like putting visual. it in more manageable type containers mm-hmm. and i've heard people say like for moms who like none of us are moms so you know our needs are different but if you can see the like how much you have of each item, you know when to restock it. So they're like they can quickly be like checks mix low, rice low, 
black beans low and they can add that to their list versus like looking in every box mm-hmm. that's exactly what the woman from the pantry segment i saw said yeah which surprised me at first because it's an extra step and so i figured busy mom you just want to get it away instantly but that makes sense to just be able to monitor things visually yeah you know and if you have kids going in and out of the pantry too having like them being able to see things yeah i know i know (laughs) i like organizing type things yeah i do too there's a system yeah i like that they ask the people because everyone has their own system that'll work best for Mm -hmm. them it was interesting with the eight-year-old. She had a really hard time actually editing down anything. And yeah. they were mentioning some psychology for children where at that age, children just get immensely attached to the item in front of them. And so everything that came up, she had a story or a reason why yeah. she couldn't let it go. And so they, it was really tiring for them because they were like, we got to get some stuff out of here. Mm-hmm. So at one point, she leaves so they can do their work. And when you see the end result, you're like, wow, you did an incredible job. Go? Yeah. And right at the end, they tell the girl, they're like, okay, so some of the stuff is in boxes in the garage. So don't worry, we didn't get rid of anything. But if you need it, you can ask your mom and like, yeah, you can pull it out. And I'm like, that's genius because, you know, they kept their word and maybe she'll forget about it. Maybe she'll remember it. But then it's not in the room, you know. I've Um. definitely heard that about kids, like parents having not having to, but like putting (laughs) some toys away because if they don't see it, they're not going to remember it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not like fully getting rid of it. But, you know, not everything has to be out all the time. Right. (laughs) Put some things back in the reserves for Mm. later. And then they and then you pull it out and they feel like they're getting something new, even though it's something they already had. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, they forget about it. And that's that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is really funny. Yeah. Anyway, okay, yeah. last one. Last one. Hi. Mine was also very lighthearted. Mine is called Baking Impossible. Ooh. Okay. So An action-based baking show? Yes. It is. <laughs> what? Very strange. Um, yeah, so I this was, like I said, my second show, and I was at first like, ugh, I don't know if I want to watch another baking show with like a cheesy guy as the host. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about baking. <laughs> I'm just going to like say stupid things. But I honestly ended up really liking the show. It is very strange, but I think I'll finish it. So cool. This is exciting. Awesome. There is only one season. Right. There's like six or seven episodes and it is on Netflix. I'm like halfway through. So. And it is easily something you can watch in the background. I do not watch it every day. So it's a baking show, but with like a very nerdy twist. (laughs) Do tell. So they, like the first episode, you know, is setting up what it's about. So basically they had, I don't know, like maybe eight or nine like groups of contestants. They had like eight bakers and eight engineers and they paired the bakers and engineers together these people have never met before okay and they're all competing in their teams to win a hundred thousand dollars at the end wow so each week they are like completing these they call it baconeering (laughs) baking slash engineering challenges 
And, like, each week a group goes home, like, is sent home. And then, like, whoever wins each week gets, like, a big advantage on the next time. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, yeah, they'll win money at the end. So the challenges that they have to do are so <laughs> weird. I was probably, it's probably probably hooked within 10 minutes just because the very first challenge is, like, they, I have it written down because I was going to forget. Okay. So the first challenge is that the teams have to make an edible ship. So it's completely edible. It has to be two feet long. It has to have one sail, a 4.8 volt servo and rudder. I don't know what that means. It was just like a little controller. So that's what engineers are dealing with. Like, how do you rig up the ship with the little (laughs) rudder thing? I don't know. And it has to survive on a 20 foot long water course. Which they Whoa. have 45 seconds to cross with seven knots of wind. I love this. I want to watch <laughs> yeah. this. What? And so I honestly, I think you guys would like it. I, was, I don't really have an engineering mind, but I do have a science mind. So I was like fascinated with what these, I mean, I also, I love baking a lot. So I'm like, I watch baking shows all the time, which is why I think Netflix gave me this. Definitely. But I was like, I'm watching purely for the engineering side. Yeah. <laughs> where I'm like, how the hell are they making this? edible boat that can survive seven knots of wind and like crosses this whole (laughs) course it's crazy so yeah like i said they're like paired up with people that they've never met before so some teams like instantly become best friends other teams you can tell like okay this baker and this engineer do not get along there's drama and then like you know, the first episode, honestly, probably, like, half of the ships sink. Mm. But, honestly, I was impressed that, like, four ships got to the other end. It was, like, amazing to watch. But then, like, the next episode, you can tell that, like, some of the bakers are really pissed off that their engineer, like, messed up last time. And, ah. like, yeah, it's very, like, silly, stupid baking and engineering drama. Bunch of nerds, and I love it. It sounds really interesting. I recommend watching the first episode if you're like even a little bit curious. Because I mean, it's not long, and it's like one of those shows where it's like it doesn't matter if you watch all eight episodes, like Mm -hmm. just one is like fascinating. Mm. I liked the first challenge a lot. So they have this challenge that they have to complete. So the people that like are successful can be the winners, and the people that fail you know automatically like some of the losers like yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> on the top versus on the bottom sure so then each has like a specific baking challenge as well so like not only does the ship have to be completely edible but they had to have like some baked goods on the ship Whoa. that they give mm-hmm. to the that they deliver. Um, judges right so then like if your baking is really good and you won or you were successful then you have like the ability to win or like let's say you weren't successful but your baking was really good you have the opportunity to like save yourself almost Mm -hmm. through that baking um and then so yeah i don't know it was just so weird and nerdy and i really love it and all the engineers are giant nerds, and it's so cute. They're all so excited about the engineering oh aspects. Gosh. And I just love it. And they're all so creative. 
some of the other challenges that I watched so far, they had to make an edible robot that had to go through an obstacle course. Whoa. And the obstacle course was insane. I'll just leave it at that. They had to do a fashion show, so they had to make edible clothing. I've, I'm still, that's the one I just finished today, and I'm still in awe. Like, I have no idea how they did it. And they had, they had to make an edible city block that survived, like, one minute of like shaking like an earthquake. <laughs> oh my god. This is amazing. Like <laughs> I want to watch but this But it's completely edible. I'm like, how is that even possible? The boat one, I'm still, I could go back and watch episode one. I'm still so confused how some of these boats like didn't sink. I guess cho- it makes sense. I guess I learned so much. Chocolate, because it's oil based, yeah. is waterproof. Learned that. Um, I oh. learned other little nerdy things about baking. I so, love that. That also makes yeah. sense why when you melt chocolate, you tend to do it with butter. And, like, you can add it to water, but it's yeah. different. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of weird, cool things. Ah, just a, the host is kind of, a, like, one of those annoying baking show hosts. Mm. Uh, I've never heard of him. His name is Justin Willman, and he's a magician. Oh, boy. So he does, <laughs> he does occasionally. He's not always bad, but occasionally he does do some, like, magic tricks, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Can Let's get back to the baking and engineering, please. Oh, yeah, baconeering is what they call it. And then one of the judges, so there's three judges. One is Hakeem... I'm going to say his last name wrong. Olusei, who's an astrophysicist, a cosmologist, an inventor, wow. and an author. And he kind of like, you know, really judges the engineering side. Then there's another judge, Joanne Chang, who they keep making sure you know she is a Harvard educated oh my God. Uh, <laughs> baker and <laughs> restaurateur. So she does a lot of the baking stuff. And then the third judge, I was like, I know this face. Why would I know this guy? Because he's, they say, like, the head judge. He's, like, the inventor of baconeering, and his name is Andrew Smith. I was like, why would I know who this random dude is? He was on Great British Baking Show Season 7. What? Oh! Oh! Yeah, he was the runner-up. Andrew Andrew Smith with a Y. Yes! Oh, my God, that's amazing. He's got red hair, and he's, like, really cute and adorable, and he was an engineer. Yeah! He loves baking. He's adorable. Yeah! That's a great He's got a little bit of a beard now, and it really kept throwing me off. Oh, my gosh. I need to watch this now. Yeah, same. I'm glad he's on the show, because... The showcase, the, the yeah. third event for each episode of Great British Baking Show or Bake Off, depending on where you're watching it. There's a decent amount of engineering in some yeah. of those, so it's cool to have that Definitely. linked in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the show I watch. Cool. I will finish season one. Will wow. I ever remember, you know, if season two comes out, will I remember that I ever watched it? Probably not. But maybe Netflix like will give it to you again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this will take off. When did it? Did season one just come out? Okay. So it's only, yeah, not been out too long. I would take that over and nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Though I do like SNL making fun of nailed it. (laughs) What is nailed it? It's a... It's a Netflix, Netflix, yeah. right? Cooking, uh, baking show where they have some exquisite, let's say, cake, 
and then all the contestants have to try to recreate it. Are they all amateur? They're all bakers? yeah, amateur. Oh. Like, yeah. and they're all like, I'm not very good at baking, <laughs> and they have like an hour to do like this <laughs> oh majestic cake. So then it <laughs> set up for failure. Yeah, really. Yeah. But then it like you know at the end they like reveal their cake and they say nailed it, and the thing drops, and everyone just laughs at them because they kind of want to see that giant. too. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty funny, but it does get kind of old very mm. quickly. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. That was my show. We found some Fake and mirroring. We found some good. new shows. We do this again. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely do yeah. it. Yeah. Gonna hit that button more often. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Mix it Turns up. Out. <laughs> we need the movie one. Ugh, <laughs> really though. Netflix. And HBO. <laughs> HBO. <laughs> See okay, you next guys. Time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Links from today's episode can be found in the show notes on our website, whatyoureadingdude.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you have anything that piqued your interest or you want to share, email us at wrdpod at gmail.com. Maybe we'll feature you on the pod. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts and also on Instagram at wrdpod. Follow us and stay up to date on future episodes. Like, leave a review, tell a friend. You get the idea. Music for this podcast was created by Kalindo. Find him on Instagram at TheRealKalindo. Stay inspired and we'll see you next week.